This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Super Bowl 57, Chiefs and the Eagles. The Eagles laying a point and a half. Eagles minus 125 on the money line. The Chiefs plus 105. Total is set at 50 and a hook. If you're wondering how those numbers move, they sound the same to me. Well, they are the same. They are not necessarily <laughs> set in stone, but we haven't seen any movement in about a week and a half. Now, maybe this influences your opinion a little bit, but according to ESPN's Diana Russini on Twitter yesterday, Andy Reid came out and says Patrick Mahomes is moving well in practice can do just about everything in the playbook, but is still not 100%. And initially they go, oh my God, whoa, he's, he's moving well, uh, but then he's not 100%. To me, that's just reinforcing kind of what we all thought, right? Like he's not 100%, but he's going to be okay for this guy. Well, and also, how much do you believe what coaches say about the status of injured players? Because right. there's some gamesmanship here. Like what is the benefit to saying, you know, he's hurt. What is the benefit to saying he's completely healthy? So I think maybe he's playing it a little bit closer to the vest and saying, yeah, well, he's not 100% to kind of leave the door open in case he doesn't look 100%. The old LeBron James trick where if he mm-hmm. doesn't play great, he's like, yeah, well, I was hurt. Uh, <laughs> so maybe there is some gamemanship uh, at play here. So I think to be really sure, you're going to have to just watch Factor Mahomes in the Super Bowl because none of us will actually know how he's feeling in a full game situation because walking, you know, down the stairs of the airplane is one thing. Walking mm-hmm. at practice is one thing. Running at practice is one thing. But when you have uh, the defensive line that's accrued the most sacks of any team in the NFL coming at you in the Super Bowl, it's a little mm-hmm. different. My favorite LeBron trick is when he puts together a team to win a title and then it loses. He's like, this is not my team. I'm not the general manager here. I'm just a player. I'm just a guy on the court. I let, I let upper management make these decisions when we all know like his fingerprints are all over that organization. But let's stick to the NFL here where I've got some random gambling nuggets to throw out at you, Chelsea. And my thought is probably none of these will resonate with you, but maybe they will. First with the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, very likely, not a shoe-in, but likely the MVP of the league. But quarterbacks who win the MVP award and then play in the Super Bowl are 0-8 in the big game since 2000. Conversely, the Chiefs are also 7-0-1 against the number as a dog with Patrick Mahomes at quarterback, though this is the first time he's ever been an underdog in the postseason. So you've got two conflicting nuggets there. Do either one of them make you think, oh, that's interesting to me? Not really. Uh, even though the MVP one jumps out to me because I remember the year that Cam Newton won MVP and then he like didn't jump on that fumble and just had the worst game of his life against mm-hmm. a very good defensive front of the Denver Broncos. But still, uh, no, I'm not holding that against Patrick Mahomes that he's going to win MVP. And then on the flip side, people will be talking about this all week long and they already have been. Patrick Mahomes as an underdog, yada, yada, yada. But we're talking about a a point-and-a-half spread here. It is not much of a spread. Like, he's not getting a ton of points. And also, a lot of those games, Patrick Mahomes was on the come-up. Like, the market was still catching up to how good Patrick Mahomes was. Mm -hmm. Now it's not the case. Everybody knows how good Patrick Mahomes is. Like, the whoever's making the lines, they know exactly how good he is. So I think it's a bit of a different scenario here in which he is an underdog. But couldn't you also say that even though, yes, some of that was when he was on the come up, a few of these games are when the Chiefs are the Chiefs. And whenever he's an underdog, he's never going to be a, a heavy underdog just because of who he is. It's always going to be a short spread. 
Yeah, but he was an underdog twice this season, and he went one and one. So it's like kind of cancels itself out. He's an underdog against the Bengals, and that game basically could have gone either way. Like that was a game that was decided in the final couple minutes. And then the other game against the Bills, they were underdogs in that one and lost that game. So I just – it's not something you would base your bet on. Mm, I, I don't know. I'm leaning Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs. I've already made the decision. I, mean, I keep talking but about But are you leaning – but, like, why would you use that for your handicap? Like, I get it, – it's fine if you like the Chiefs, but I wouldn't say for that reason. In a game this close – and I understand it's not a key number. It's kind of a dead number. But in a game this close, this could – this could legitimately be a one-point game. Seriously, it really could. It could go back and forth. Who knows? Maybe it won't be. But if I'm getting points with a quarterback, no matter how many points it is, and maybe just take the Chiefs on the money line, but if I get who I think is a better quarterback, a quarterback who has proven he can get it done in the clutch, much more so than Jalen Hurts, then I'm going to take it. I just don't think your reasoning would be, well, Patrick Mahomes' record as an underdog is this. Like I get it. Well, I get why you like the Chiefs. I just don't think that that specific nugget is one that I would hang on because I think if you look at those games, a lot of them are when he is uh, on the come up. Like I said, so in the small sample size this year, he's one and one as an underdog. It's not a relevant stat here to me. Okay, well, let me give you some stats that maybe you do think are relevant regarding the Eagles. Fourteen and zero. When rushing for more than 100 yards this season, the Chiefs give up an average of 107.3 yards rushing per game. And also the Eagles 9-3 and against the spread when favored by 8 points or less. What do those do for you? I think this one could potentially be a problem for the Chiefs because the Eagles are extremely uh, good at running the ball. And that can be one way to kind of take the pressure off Jalen Hurts. But here's the thing. The Chiefs give up 107 rush yards per game, but they still made it to the Super Bowl. So they have an right. offense that's fully capable of kind of negating that. Even if their uh, opposition is good at running the football, it's a team that can play from behind. They can get the ball down the field in a hurry. So, yes, this could be telling, but it's not like the Chiefs don't have the offensive weaponry to make up for it. And then the Eagles 9-3 and against spread when favored by eight points or fewer. Uh, maybe that's notable here. Um, because I think you take those games out that they were favored by like a ton and they didn't cover spreads against like the Texans. But also you could probably do this for the Chiefs too. And their numbers would probably be like kind of similar because I think the Chiefs have a bad record against the spread as well because Mm -hmm. they were favored by so much in a lot of those games. Oh, here's an angle for you, Chelsea. Oh, lock yourself down for this one. Here we go. There have only been three teams to win a Super Bowl in the last 17 years without wearing their white jerseys, the Packers in Super Bowl 45, the Eagles in Super Bowl 52, and the Chiefs in Super Bowl 54. This year, the Eagles will wear green, the Chiefs will wear white. Advantage Chiefs, right? Oh, my goodness. Imagine (laughs) spending your entire season... (laughs) putting your blood, sweat, and tears on the field only for somebody to march up to you and say, well, you know what really decides the Super Bowl, right? The color of jersey you're wearing. No, this doesn't matter. Even though what's going into this? Who gets to pick like what color jersey they're wearing? Is there some kind of metric? Because weren't both of these teams like exactly the same uh, as far as win-loss record? I'm not quite sure. I don't know if it varies. Does it switch, I think, from AFC to AFC NFC? AFC to NFC. 
Yeah, probably. Each year. I, I think that's probably how it works. But yeah, yeah. So what do you? That stat. What do you delve out of this? Like, what can you take away? This is what you take away as an athlete. You want to look clean. Athletes love wearing the white. Oh, I feel clean in this white jersey. I'm going to go out. You look good. You feel good. Feel good. Play good. That's what you take out of it. <laughs> so dumb. I don't know. I know how dumb I feel that like is. I like the I colored understand. one. Like, yeah, I don't know what you take away from this. Um, I'm Although, trying to think. Is there anything with visibility? Like, is it easier to see white or something? I don't think there's anything to this. I think this is just some random thing that someone came up with. It's interesting, right? Like, I don't know if there's there's no real strategy or angle that goes into it outside of it's just something that has happened. But how about this? The team that wins the game is 47-7-2 against the number. Now, that I think is significant. I would imagine a lot of these spreads have been pretty close, though. Wouldn't you yeah. think? It's the I would Super think Bowl. so. Um, maybe that is something into it, but um, like, what do you take away from this? You just bet the Chiefs or the Eagles money line, or I guess that's, you would bet uh, the Eagles on the spread or the Chiefs money line. That's exactly what I would say here. This is one of the five smallest spreads in Super Bowl history. So generally, if you are winning the game, you're covering. So yeah, if you like the Eagles lay the points, if you like the Chiefs, just grab them on the money line at plus 105. Maybe get a little extra plus money here. But we rarely see a Super Bowl that is predicted to be this close. Yeah, except for, remember last year? Wasn't the spread three and a half? And uh, they won by three? Oh, I think that's right. Oh, good memory. I would have never remembered that. The average margin of victory in the Super Bowl is 14 points. So while we always expect great games and we get a great game in the Super Bowl, we get an incredible comeback or a last second drive, we'll always remember those. But on the whole, Super Bowls generally aren't close. I hope that's not the case this weekend. I hope we get a fantastic matchup. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.